0: So we started a new series three weeks ago titled Gifts of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I've, I've noticed as I'm studying about the gifts, I move, have been moving more in the gifts. <laughs> like, oh, I, did, told, I told the youth on Wednesday. Here, you know, I taught on Word of Knowledge. I taught on Word of Wisdom. Uh, the day I studied about the Word of Knowledge, I had a Word of Knowledge and a vision at night while I was sleeping. And I told you about that one. And then uh, just the other night, um, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll go and review what those are, Word of Knowledge, Word of Wisdom. But I had another Word of Knowledge on, uh, what is it, today's Sunday. So I think, I think it was Tuesday because I told the youth on Wednesday. Uh, but I had a Word of Knowledge in a vision while I was sleeping about a person I know. Sometimes God can be direct, right? He can tell you something you, you need to know and he can tell you who, who you need to pray for. Sometimes it can be more indirect, not quite as direct. But I got, I got a vision of a person I know that was in a dark box, and they couldn't get out of that dark box. They were trying to get out of the dark box, but they couldn't get out. And I had that vision, which was, I believe what you could call that what we call that is a word of knowledge. You have, you have present information about something that's going on right now, that's a word of knowledge. And so what did I do? I prayed for that person. Amen? I prayed for that person, and I believe God is answering that prayer. And I believe God showed me for a reason, right? So I got a word of knowledge. I've had, I've had more words of knowledge <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, and words of wisdom, and I mean, I'm telling you, uh, I'm getting more gifts uh, from the Holy Spirit than ever. And I believe a lot of that is as we dig into it, uh, it gets freshened in our spirit. We may know a little bit about it, but we stir up the gift, Come on. I got a fresh revelation this week about the gifts, and I'm gonna I'm gonna save that till the end. So hold on. You gotta stay with me. But I believe God led me to teach this for a reason. Amen. We all need to be operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For our own lives. Hello. I told you the word, one of the word of knowledge I had in the last couple of weeks. I saw a supplement. A supplement that I was supposed to take in a vision. A word I've never seen in my life. Hello? In a vision while I'm sleeping. And I didn't know what it was even. I had to go search it and find out what it was. <laughs> so a word of knowledge, the gifts of the Spirit can help us in our own lives. And guess what? They can help someone else. What about the word of knowledge about the person in the box? The dark box. Come on now. Who I prayed for. So if you don't want to move in the gifts of the spirit, you're saying, well, I don't really want to help anybody. Hello. <laughs> All right. Let's read our let's read our main text here. We started here every every week. First Corinthians 12 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren. That's the saints of God. Amen. I do not want you to be ignorant. That's a strong word, right? I don't want you to be ignorant. Come on. God does not want us to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. And as I've been saying, unfortunately, much of the church world is completely ignorant of spiritual gifts. Many know nothing about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You could go to uh, uh, even a Christian after Christian and ask them about the gifts of the Spirit. and, and, And say, would you please explain to me what a word of knowledge is? And they would have no clue what that is even. And many even believe the gifts have ceased. You know, I was thinking about this week. Well, they believe the Holy Spirit died or something? <laughs> the gifts have ceased. Oh, the Holy Spirit dead. No, he's not dead. He's alive. Come on. Jesus is alive. And what did he say when he, when he resurrected and he went to heaven? He said, I am going to send the Holy Spirit to help you. Come on. That's a, these gifts are a help. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to help you. And he did. And man, when he did, if you read it right in Acts. Oh boy, I tell you, when the Holy Spirit was poured out. Woo, the power hit the place. And they, they all, the cloven tongues of fire appeared upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Began to speak with other tongues. Come on. And prophesied. Hallelujah. Come on. We need that. Amen. They haven't ceased at all. I feel sorry for Christians who believe the gifts have ceased. Oh, my. You just cut yourself off from the Holy Spirit. Why? Silly. Come on now. And in this series, we're seeing, come on, the spiritual gifts are for today. And like I said, I'm experiencing more than ever. So let's read the gifts again. Let's go back into this, right? We got a review because a lot of times people aren't here. And then a lot of times people forget. You know, I know how it is. We've all been there. Amen. Forgot what was said last week so 1 Corinthians 12 7 through 11 but the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all for to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith we're going to talk about that today by the f- same spirit to another gifts of healings by the same spirit to another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now, as I've been saying, don't get weird about this. Because a lot of people say, well, see, uh, uh, these are you, you, don't, you can't speak in tongues unless the Spirit wills it. No, this is a special manifestation. We just had one this morning. For the body. Amen? We had tongues interpretation for the body, the body of believers. For edification of the body. But you should be praying in tongues on your own all the time. Amen. We're going to cover that a little bit uh, by the end. But these are special manifestations of the Spirit as the Spirit wills. Okay? These gifts are distributed as the Spirit wills. We can't make these happen. I, I couldn't make myself have a word of wisdom as I've had. I can't make myself have a word of knowledge. I can't make myself have a discerning of spirits. We talked about that last week. I, can't, I saw the angels. I saw, I saw the demon. I can't make myself do that. But the, the Lord opened up that window, discerning of spirits. That was a gift of the Spirit. Come on now. If we want this in our lives, he, he will manifest. The Holy Spirit will manifest. You no, know, many, many, many people don't want to do with it. That's fine, that's fine. He, God won't bother you with it, right? The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He only comes where he is wanted and desired. Hello, we're just saying, we're about it. I want more God, I want more. He only comes where people want him. He doesn't show up in the dead, dry up, lukewarm church. (laughs) I saw someone post on Facebook. They said, uh, uh, some pastor posted, you know, inviting someone from another church to your church isn't uh, uh, evangelism. It's stealing sheep or something to that effect. And I said, you're right, except if they're in a dead, dry church, go ahead and invite them on. Invite them to your church. If they're in a dead, dry church, go ahead and invite them. Yeah. And I got a lot of likes on that one. Yeah. You're like, uh-huh, that's right. Come on, I go to church, I'm like, oh, this is dead. I'm like, oh. No, 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 come on, I don't have any problem inviting someone in a dead, dry church to church, to an on-fire church like we have, amen? Yeah. Where we flow with the gifts. Where well, we want Jesus, we don't, we're not afraid to shout to Jesus. We're not afraid to lift our hands to Jesus. We're not afraid to talk about the blood of Jesus. We're not afraid to talk about hell. Because we might offend somebody. Oh, I, I might offend my tithers if I talk about hell and the blood and, and talk about sin. I might offend them. I might offend all the adulterers in my church if I say adultery is still sin. Oh, they might leave my church and they might take their tithe. Come on, you know me, I just say it. Come on, sin is still sin. Amen. And I'm not going to play around with sin, come on, and tell my, my, my congregation that sin is okay. I'm not going to tell that sin is okay. Come on, there's a lot of churches that tell people, hey, you know, yeah, yeah. man, I've seen mega church pastors say things on TV. I'm like, what? Huh? Sick. Sick stuff. And I believe that's part of why we're, where we're at in this world. The lukewarm church that never stood up and said, sin is still sin. Come on. What does that? that verse say? Uh, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will heal their land. Has the church turned from their wicked ways? I don't think so. I don't see a repentant church yet. You hear me? I haven't seen it. And I believe that's part of why we haven't seen a turnaround in our country and in our world. Come on. If my people, God said, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and will turn from their wicked ways. You know, he said, My people. That means, are you God's people? <laughs> Amen. God's people. He said, My people have to turn from their way. He didn't even say the world had to turn. He said, My people have to turn. There's still Christians all over that live in sin all the time. They have no problem with it at all. do all kinds of things. Come on now. And they aren't repentant. Come on. Jesus told the church in the book of Revelation over and over and over to the church, the church of the living God, believers in the church. He said, repent or your name will be blotted out of the book of life. Have you read it? I just put it up the other day on Facebook. He said, if, if you overcome, your name won't be blotted out of the book of life. I told you, I'm just going to preach it. <laughs> Amen? Amen? You got everybody nowadays, well, you know, once you're saved, you're, sa- you're always saved. Once you're saved, you go do whatever you want. You just sin all you want. You just do whatever you want because you are saved. Well, I can find your 400 scriptures that go right directly against that. Hello? I'm going down this road for a reason. Amen? Amen. Come on. If you got something in your life that is not godly you get out of it you repent of it you walk away from it hello you don't keep playing around with it well i just dabble around in this sin i dabble around that sin no 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 you don't dabble around in the sin god has called his people out of darkness not to walk in darkness now if you mess up and you have a repentant heart. Come on, God loves a repentant heart. Did David repent when he had him killed? Yes. The answer was yes. <laughs> he, had, he repented, right? David repented. He had a man killed and he repented. And God said, you know, David has a, a heart after him. Did Moses kill somebody? Yes, he did. Did Paul have Christians killed? Yes, he did. Of course, that was before he's a Christian, right? <laughs> what am I saying? We got to repent, saints. God is still waiting for his people to repent of their sin. And that doesn't just mean, uh, forgive me, God, and then go and do it again. Come on. Repentance is. Turn from the sin and turn around and go the other way. Amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) I've got off on that but it's good. Come on. We got to want the gifts to operate in our lives. Anybody want the gifts to operate in your life? All right. Ten people. (laughs) Come on. We can break them down into three categories, as we've been doing. In the gifts of the Spirit, there are the speaking gifts. Three speaking gifts. Prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues. I don't know if I have a little ring. I don't know if Sarah, Sarah back there. You might be able to adjust a little bit. There are three gifts of power, gift of faith. We're gonna talk about today, working of miracles, gifts of healings. There are three revelation gifts. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. We talked about all three revelation gifts already. Today we're covering the uh, gift of faith, the first power gift. But I'll review quickly because uh, Sarah loves my reviews, so I have to do it just for her. <laughs> oh, you like them? Thank you, Lonnie. Thank you. Anybody else like my reviews? Anybody? Hey, look at all those hands. I'm right. Oh, good, good. All right, thank you. Come on. The first week we looked at the word of knowledge. If you can't explain the word of knowledge yet, then you haven't learned it yet, right? Just like in school. If I gave you a test, what would you say the word of knowledge is, right? We've we've covered it now for first week we covered it. We've covered it three weeks. This will be the fourth week we've covered at least in review, right? So a word of knowledge, right, is a, a a piece of God's mind of a present fact. It can also be a past fact. Something that happened in the past, something that happens is happening right now. That's why I said the, the, the person in the box, in the dark box, I was getting a word of knowledge from God about that person right now. And it's revealed to us by God. I can't make it happen. You can't make it happen, but it's revealed. And it's supernatural. Some today have said, well, the word of knowledge, that's just knowledge you get from a book. You just read a book and you get some knowledge and that's your word of knowledge. I'm like, "Uh, no. (laughs) No, this is a piece of knowledge revealed to us directly from God, from the Holy Spirit. Okay, One example we gave, I mean, I already gave you an example, but one example we gave right out of the word of God, we gave several during that message. But one example we gave uh, is in the book of Revelation. Of course, you know, the Apostle John had a vision from Jesus. And he got, he, that's what the book of Revelation is. It's a, a vision Jesus gave Paul, I mean, John, the Apostle John, not John the Baptist, the Apostle John. And he was, on the, he was exiled on the Isle of Patmos, which is still there. Uh, and he was exiled there and he had a vision. And in this vision, in the first uh, three chapters, he ta- he's talking to the church. And during that first three chapters, you'll see that John gets a word of knowledge about the churches of that day. Church of Smyrna, Church of Philadelphia, Church of Laodicea, come on. He gets a word of knowledge about all seven churches about exactly where they're at spiritually. Let's get windy. He gets a a word of knowledge about those churches. He knows, he doesn't know that by his natural mind. He doesn't know that by reading a book. He knows that because God revealed to him the spiritual condition of Laodicea, the spiritual condition of Smyrna, the spiritual condition of Philadelphia, and the, I'm talking about the church, right? He, he said, this church is doing this right, and this, that church is doing this wrong, and they need to repent. John doesn't know that by reading a book. John doesn't know that by any other way than revelation from God. That was a word of knowledge given to John about the seven churches of that day. That's no different than a word of knowledge I just got about a person in a box. Much bigger. <laughs> a much bigger word, right? But the same, the same gift of the Spirit, the word of knowledge. Okay? You got that one down now? I can give you a test? I should give a test. You want a test? Essay? Who wants an essay test? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Boy, didn't you love those essays? You guys still do them, right? Essay test? Oh, my. I still remember my first essay test at uh, Clark College. And I was like, I was history. And I, you know, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a great student. I mean, I was a good student. I, I was good, and then I was bad, then I was better again. After I got saved, I got better again, right? Because I I wasn't saved in high school, so I kind of went downhill. Then I got saved right out of high school. I I met the Lord Jesus Christ, right? And he changes you. Come on. I've seen people go go from dummy, dumb, dumb to getting saved to being genius. Hello? God can do that. Come on. Jesus can do it. Amen? Amen. So I got a lot smarter real quick in Christ because I have the mind of Christ. So I got a lot smarter. But I remember that essay test in history class, and, and I remember he said, it's gonna be an essay test. And I'm like, whoa. All they do is say, explain this. Explain how World War II started. <laughs> right, you had to study, I mean, I studied. And I wrote pages during that test. I mean, pages. I don't remember what grade I got, but I remember writing pages.